Precision Podcast. I am Don Bruins, Precision Ag Specialist and Training Team Manager here at Raven Industries. For this podcast, we're doing something just a bit different. Today, we are going to introduce you to the Raven Technical Service and Support Teams from around the world. Our first session will be with the service managers talking about how their teams go about servicing you, the customer. In the next session, you will meet the individuals that answer the phones, emails, and chats with you each day. I hope you enjoy this special podcast. This week, or or today anyway, I'm joined by our service team leadership group here, the team that leads our international, I should say, because we've got uh, Brazil, Raven Europe, and then the U.S. North American team leaders here. And I'm going to ask you all to introduce yourselves. Let's start with Klaus. I sense you're, you're in the middle of the afternoon, so let's get started uh, <laughs> with somebody late in the day here. Okay. Well, uh, I'm uh, Klaus Roy, rep- representing uh, the Raven Europe um, uh, service team. Uh, the team has split up uh, for a while ago. Uh, we uh, split it to uh, development and for service. I'm responsible for the service now um, since a month or two. Um, and uh, our team is uh, with an hydraulic specialist, is Shark. Uh, some of you met him then, I think, in last year in the in the summertime. He went to Sioux Falls with you. Yep. has moved to uh, development, uh, and we have a new guy since February, that's Eep, um, and he's doing very well, specialism on the CRX. Uh, in Raven Europe, we have uh, a lot of problems or, or a lot of ca- uh, cases for uh, SB guidance, the, the old stuff you took over uh, six years ago. Yeah. Um, we see that uh, it's, uh, it's, it's going down, the number of cases is going down, because we are selling a lot of CRX systems uh, in the meanwhile, in the meantime, um, so the, the the cases for me are uh, uh, they they are changing. The, the job is a little bit changing. We have to um, look more for ourselves in the in the documentation how things are working because CRX is for for us pretty new as as well as for the customers so um yeah the the team picks up uh, well we are a little bit an underemployed how do you say it um, we can we can use some extra hands yeah uh, to get uh, uh, a proper documentation and uh, to help the customer properly uh, for the next uh, seasons in holland we have a season for the flower bulbs that's coming on in i think four weeks starting the first of october mostly that's uh, a lot of SB guidance um, uh, stuff. And um, in the, the spring, we think we generally, generally uh, have the problems are on, on CRX. So, um, okay. yeah, the team is, is small, but um, we are doing so far so good. Today I'm uh, on my own. Then it's very busy to, uh, to hold up uh, all the cups, but uh, uh, I, it's, it's manageable. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. we won't try and keep you too long today, but uh, for a little while. So hopefully, we won't hold the hold the people on the on the line too long this this afternoon for you. <laughs> no problem. Jose Ali, how about uh, you go next? Good. Um, I am Jose Ali. 
Um, I know it's hard to pronounce. <laughs> you can say Rose, Rosie, it's going to be easier. I am from Brazil. And here in Brazil, we are a small team. So it's a very dynamic team because people need to wear like different hats. So our team, they work with uh, tech support and also training because on the season, we get a lot of cases because people want to get like their machine running and they call a lot. So it's busy for tech support. And then when it's not seasoned, we are busier with training because people will have more time spending on training. Yeah. So our team kind of do both uh, at the same. As a curiosity about our team here in Brazil, we just started as Raven like two years ago. So it's a kind of brand new team. And our product, like Raven product, was being sell, selling in Brazil through some OEMs like Jacto, Jean. And there was a company uh, selling our product. So we have a lot of uh, kind of old technology, the Invisios, Cruisers. And when our team started, it was a brand new team. So they need to learn all the old technology. And we have a lot of customers who are calling and asking about it. And when we tell them, oh, we don't sell anymore, you can replace for a Series 7 or whatever, they kind of uh, get upset because they say, ah, oh, it's a very good product. I really would like to keep buying the same. <laughs> right, right. So it's interesting. Yeah. Well, it's a it's always a challenge bringing new people on, and especially in a in a market uh, like yours. Uh, uh, but we always say, well, the old technology was good, but it's a, we're a technology company. We have to bring something new out, right? Yeah, uh, for sure. And in Brazil, we are also responsible for the other countries in Latin America. So it's kind of a challenge for us because they speak Spanish and we speak Portuguese. It's similar, but it's not the same. So our team, they face a lot of uh, challenges answering calls in Spanish. So yeah. it's kind of a everyday learning because they need to learn like new language as well. Right. Well, I know that's a one maybe Klaus can talk to too with the Raven Europe, all the different languages. But uh, oh, well, maybe we'll get that. That's a nice conversation. But maybe we'll let Lance introduce himself and his team. And uh, until a few years ago, it was just the one team based here in the U.S. But now, now we we're lucky enough to have the multiple uh, locations. Yes, I'm Lance Malanke. I head up the service team in the U.S. Uh, out of the Raven headquarters in Sioux Falls, South Dakota here. Um, kind of like what Jose Ali and Klaus said, you know, uh, the service is kind of a small but mighty team. I do have a few more people. Uh, I have about seven techs that are that cover the phones, a lead, and then myself as a supervisor. Um, kind of on average, to let you know, you know, we get about 31, 32,000 calls a year coming into the North American Service Center. So, for that amount of people, uh, it, it we do feel like we're uh, understaffed and have a lot of things going on. Uh, the biggest challenge is probably the seasonality of the products. 
Uh, we get really busy in North America here in the early spring and the late fall with the fertilizer application and then into the early summer with the spraying. So there's a lot of times where we're really busy on the phones. My, my team focuses primarily on support, but when we're not in those busy times, we do help out with training. We do help out with engineering and testing. We, we help out with tech writing. Um, we have those opportunities to go out and help with dealer training events and customer facing events. Uh, when the world is normal and not in COVID, there's farm shows that we can go out and help with. But uh, uh, adapting to this new world is a little different. But uh, um, so we we do get a variety in our group. And I do have a variety of backgrounds, which helps the group, too, which we'll probably get into a little bit later. But, uh, you know, it's um, it, it's an interesting group. Uh, we do take calls, but we're not a typical call center. Uh, you think of a call center, you think of a script reading down and answering questions. We got to think about what's on the machine, what the customer has whether it's old Raven equipment or new Raven equipment. Um, Raven's been in the business since 1978. There's a lot of older equipment that's still running in the field that people still call on. So you get a lot of that, that tribal knowledge, you know, something you haven't had taken a call on in a year or two and trying to recoup what, what that is and try to help the customer out the best we can. And for a team like Hosielli, they're over in Raven Europe that are starting out not around Raven and learning all that. You don't have all of that, that history to go on. To, to build on that, which can which can be difficult. So, um, you know, I got a lot of newer techs that haven't been around that, but we got resources here in Sioux Falls where they may not have in Brazil or Europe. So that's a challenge. It's a variety. It's it's always interesting. Uh, you always want to get that customer going, do the best we can, whether it's brand new equipment or old equipment that they're trying to keep going or give them some a path to upgrade. So um, that's a little bit about my group. Again, this is a podcast. We don't, we don't, we're not planning a script. We just, we're going to introduce the teams today and uh, go after that. But uh, one of the things that uh, you came up with, you know, kind of come out of this is uh, here at Raven Tech Support, uh, our our goal is to support our dealers, but we also take calls from anyone. Uh, Like Mosielli was saying, well, we've got uh, people calling on products that uh, is, they've had for years. Lance says, well, we might even get calls from somebody that has that one of those first rate controllers uh, that's still out and about in the, in the field. So, Boss, you've got, like you said, uh, you know, the the Raven Europe team was the uh, part of a acquisition of an SVG guidance. So they've got a legacy guidance and steering, high-end steering systems out and about in the uh, the marketplace to keep keep running and support so yeah the legacy items can be a challenge at times to support you know it's not something that you're dealing with day in and day out and trying to find those resources or dig up those old that old information you know it's it can be a challenge but we do the best we can with with what we got you know maybe digging out an old manual from way back when and helping the customer walk through it uh, a lot of those older items, we don't have parts, but we can still tell them how to program it and help them troubleshoot it. So um, I, I guess I'm going to throw this in out, probably not so much to Lance, but, uh, you know, I'm just thinking about the things. Lance said we have some resources here in the U.S. Uh, usually to go back in. So uh, I know we've tried to do our best uh, as our international team. How are, how are we doing uh bringing your team members into the 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 raven product line so like Ocelli you said well we we're just new the last couple of years uh here in brazil um 
And uh, Boss, you mentioned well, some of your team members were in uh, Sioux Falls last year. Is there some, what's your, your thoughts, uh, how your team members are growing and how are they expanding their knowledge uh, to keep up uh, their ability to help the customer out there? Well, it's a bit uh, um, uh, hard to know everything on the right time. Uh, so we started last year uh, with the training from um, uh, Jeffrey Harper went to Europe. Uh, he trained uh, us as a dealer, as a as a as a supplier, and he went also with our trainer into the field into um, uh, Czech and um, and the Ukraine. He trained there the the customers and the the bigger dealers also. Um, for us, we the, the demands of the customer were in the first years that it was Raven was uh, for 99% about SBG, SB guidance. And yeah. uh, the I think I wasn't there uh, at the company at that time, but um, the training for the Raven product started later. And um, yeah, as there are not much questions about it, it's uh, it's hard to learn about it because a training is something. But uh, in practical, the, the problems are other. Uh, yeah. It's not the same as you learn. And, um, <laughs> and the way you are uh, confronted with the problems are on an other way when the customer is demanding, as, as you learn from a book. So we, we made a move. We, last year, we trained a lot o- online. Uh, Jeffrey was also there. I was, unfortunately, on, uh, on ski vacation, but I, I didn't met him then. But for this year, the goal is uh, uh, the Raven product training is, must be focus number one. As we guidance, we are leaving. We know everything about it, we think. Yeah. And uh, we are uh, uh, taking more distance from it. We are not promoting it. It's, it's going end of life, I think. Um, so the focus is the Raven products and, and how to handle uh, and take care of the customer. Mm-hmm. So we did a, com- a communication training to, uh, for every team member in sales and uh, and tech support for um, having hard conversations with, with the customer because uh, it's never going quick enough, of course. Uh, right. the customer, uh, what what is the customer really wants? So we had a, a, a three days training. Uh, we learned a lot of it, uh, self-reflecting and and doing uh, 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 cases with each other. So playing a customer uh, is funny to to do the to to play that role, yeah. And um and and you learn from okay what 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 does he really want? What is important? How do the customer get the best feeling that he is really the customer? Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's a way of uh, improving the the team and the communication skills uh from it so yeah being um yeah a good provider for the for the customer it's the main focus i think yeah yeah okay and to kind of lead off on that you know you talk about training uh for a technical service group you know for all three locations that is an ongoing thing we never never quit learning it's kind of one of the exciting things but one of the biggest challenges too keeping up with the new products the new softwares uh, the new combinations of equipment that gets put together out in the field, still remembering some of the old legacy components. Uh, so training is, is is every day in these groups. You know, you're learning things about machines or how people are using them all the time. 
our troubleshooting goes sometimes beyond the Raven product. You know, it's how is that problem something that that's on the machine? Is it a hydraulic issue or an electric issue? But it shows up on our product. You got to help. You can't just say, well, that's not a Raven issue. You need to go figure that out. We take it as far as we can and testing and proving, you know, where the problem may be and try to isolate that problem. So that's one thing I like about service is every call is different. Every case that we get into is different. It's always a variety. Uh, it's not like uh, we're just answering the same question 50 times in a day. Every call is different. You know, you may get that quick, easy call of, is this the right part number to replace this damaged part? Uh, I don't know what my system's doing. And, and you spend a long time with a customer understanding the system and walking them through and educating them on how to use the system potentially. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with Lynn's. Uh, we never quit learning. So, and we work with technology, so it changes fast, really fast. We need to know the old technology and also the updates. It's a challenge, but it's very good. I think um, Sioux Falls has a tremendous knowledge database. Our team here, they use a lot. For our team, it works very well, but for the customer, not exactly because it's in English. And uh, in Brazil, customers usually they don't know a second language. And our team is working hard to get like a lot translated. And we are trying to provide as much as we can uh, materials in Portuguese to our customers. So they also can have access to all this knowledge that we have inside the company. Kind of to spin off on that, um, before we brought on Raven Brazil and Raven Europe, one thing that we dealt with here is language. Now, Raven was selling products worldwide and in South Dakota, we speak English. Um, <laughs> very few have a second language. Uh, we've, we've, we've had some people in the group that have had Spanish uh, as a second language, but it, it's not common in our geography here to have that second language. And that's one thing that we struggled with at times before we had Raven Brazil and Raven Europe is, is working with some of those customers and having that language barrier. And, you know, talking on the phone, you know, even in just just the United States, the different slang and accents of different areas can be a challenge, let alone bring in different languages. And that's one thing that became a difficulty over the phone. Uh, we found over time that using emails and chats to communicate with that, so then you have that availability of translating, they can type in their native language and you can use Google Translate or something. That was a, that, that, that was a tool. And, yeah, and thank realized, Google. Yeah, thank I love you Google. Google Translator. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but that was a way to overcome that and try to help those customers out. You know, we'll do whatever we can, but sometimes that language barrier adds a hurdle in there and makes it a little more difficult. And you got to get a little creative once in a while on how you ask the questions yep. or ask the questions a couple different ways to get down to the root of what we need because, you know, things get lost in translation. I hate to say it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a, uh, you know, I think as you grow and expand and see that, that's a, one of the things we keep learning more and more about is the, what that button meant or what that training content meant. And you put something in there, that thing in the manual and it, well, it didn't translate quite right. So <laughs> people are confused yeah. by what you're trying to tell them. So. Uh, old, so think, although, although in Holland, everybody speaks uh, English uh, in a way, but. The, the question about manuals is always, uh, I, I buy it from uh, a Dutch company, why is the translation uh, not in, in, in Dutch? Yeah. So everybody here in Holland wants to have it in his, uh, in his own language. 
we started more and more to do it in English and provide it in English. Um, the younger uh, customers, uh, that's no problem. But then uh, also Germany is a, is a big uh, is, a, is a big group of clients, um, and from the, the beginning of SB Guidance, it was also provided in uh, in German. Um, mm -hmm. We are doing it a little bit less. Try to do it, but um, yeah. yeah, for here on, for here on speaking on the phone, it's it's uh, the, the one time is Dutch, German, English, all, or all together sometimes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and then it's. Um, because uh, a lot of our customers are in Eastern Europe and for, uh, from Poland, uh, Czech, Bulgaria, they are not speaking German, not speaking Dutch uh, and not speak, speaking English, a little bit yeah. English uh, if we are lucky. <laughs> so uh, the most of questions uh, over the email, it, you can see it's also Google Translate. Uh, <laughs> that's the best friend uh, during the day. Yeah. Uh, so it helps me a lot. Uh, we train uh, in in languages. Uh, for me personal, uh, I went also to the English training. Uh, due to COVID, we had to uh, uh, lay it down. But it's starting next week again for the last uh, four sessions. So we think here it's important to help customers in our their own language, or at least uh, as good as uh, our English could be. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, we all learned it from school, but when you are not speaking it every day, it's it's going down, and yeah. it's it's improving day by day here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. In the season, uh, I, I, uh, is uh, the Dutch language is I speak less Dutch during the day in the season. It's mostly <laughs> <laughs> the foreign language. Yes. Yeah. But I was surprised that uh, Rosie is uh, not speaking their own language. I wasn't aware that uh, English is not a, a language in your country, uh, not not normally. Um, yeah, they teach at school, but it's not like uh, that you are going to learn and be fluent. So we just learn um, some words. And and then some people, they try to keep improving so you can get like kind of advanced or fluent and can communicate. But like our customers, usually they live in the farm, so it's not necessary a second language and then they don't keep like improving. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, it's probably like uh, in uh, the U.S., Kids take a year or two of Spanish and then they never remember it. So kind of the same, yeah. <laughs> team here, I appreciate everybody's time today. The goal is to talk about the team, explain the team a little bit about that. Uh, our part two or our follow up here, where we'll be introducing all the team members that uh, are on the phone that you talk to and uh, you, uh, you. You work with is the you as a customer calls in or the dealers call in. We'll be meeting those individuals. But do y'all have anything to wrap up? Extra pieces about your team or your your groups that uh, you know that you'd like to throw out there? No, well, I think no. okay. I think we covered it pretty well. Yeah. Well, um, that's great, and I appreciate everybody's time here. And like I said, we're going to be following up here. We're going to introduce uh we'll either have a part two here where we'll be introducing all the team members where they'll they'll talk a little bit about themselves uh what service means to them and how they they work uh, the job that they do here at raven so all right well uh thank you everyone i appreciate your your time this morning thanks thank everybody you. yeah thank you all